Hello and welcome to the Personal Development School podcast. I'm your host, Thais Gibson, and I create regular podcast episodes to teach you about your relationships, attachment style, and the subconscious mind. I want to talk to you a little bit about whether or not a dismissive avoidant attachment style can be friends with their ex. So I want to dive into this topic and really like explore it together because I get so many questions about this on a regular basis. And I don't think there's just a one size fits all solution for this. Um, and I also want to explore like how to dialogue with somebody about this because, you know, people's needs are different. People's past relationships are different. How long we dated somebody ago is different. Some people are co-parents, but they're actually, I mean, there's so many different situations. So um, to start this off, as a general rule, um, dismissive avoidance don't tend to be friends with their exes as much as other attachment styles. Does it happen? Yes. Is it a bad thing if it happens? Not necessarily. I think as long as there's really healthy boundaries around it, really healthy communication around it. I mean, sometimes it's unavoidable if somebody has a child with an ex, right? Um, but what I do think is important is how we dialogue that out. And the reason, just so you know first, that dismissive avoidance are less often um, friends with their exes is usually because they just have a smaller emotional bandwidth, right? Like dismissive avoidance are um, not ones to you know, need tons of deep connections everywhere because their emotional bandwidth is shrunken. They need more time with themselves than anything else. So one relationship can be a lot to manage, let alone another close relationship with an ex. Now, um, in certain cases with avoidance, and I would say this is a very small percentage of the time, Sometimes I've seen that once a DA lets somebody in, um, similar to an FA, if you've actually really let somebody in, sometimes the DA relationship way later will attach into a friendship relationship. And they'll want to have that friend around because dismissive avoidance aren't usually vulnerable to many people. So when they are or have been, sometimes they sort of like feel like there's still this connection with that person. Like, oh, I can still connect to that person long-term. Um, so we, we do see certain cases where dismissive avoidance want to be friends with their exes, not for unhealthy reasons. Um, although they can have unhealthy reasons for wanting to be friends with their exes, right? So I think what you're looking for first is, is there like a really personal inherent meaning um, for a dismissive avoidance to be friends with their ex, right? Is it like, hey, this person was my friend for 10 years first, um, and then we dated for a short period of time and I still want the friendship. Is it that, hey, um, I dated this person for 10 years or eight years and we, um, you know, fell out of love with each other, but we have remained close friends because we went through so much of life together, but that was also 10 years ago and there's no romantic feelings and we just chat on the phone once a month, like, where are you at? Right. Or is it, Hey, you have two children with this person and all these things are going to put that, you know, those types of scenarios are going to likely put a dynamic in where there may be a friendship and it may not be this really bad thing. What makes the difference at that stage between good or bad is how your ex talks about it. Um, how they are, um, like how long ago they broke up with a person and the boundaries that you have established with your ex as well around these things. So, you know, when I say how your ex talks about it, what I mean is like, are they willing to discuss with you about it? Are you included? Do they, you know, walk in when they're chatting with their ex on the phone once a month and say, oh, I'm just talking to so-and-so. And do they put you on speaker and let you say hi? Um, do they include you if they ever spend time with their ex? And like, so here, let's go into the actual parts that I think make it healthy. 
maybe I'll do a separate one on co-parenting. If you guys want to see co-parenting dialogues or um, just dynamics and, and boundaries and strategies and things like that, let me know in the comments and I'll actually put some video content together around that because I know that can be a really powerful topic. I'll try to stay not too busy with this video. Um, but when we're looking, there'll be a few key features in here. So um, number one, there should be openness. There should be a dialogue. If, if your friends, if your partner is friends with their ex, there should be dialogue around it. Um, there should be no hiding of anything, no like, oh, I talked to my ex and then I told you six months later, like you should be included in the conversation. Number two, if they're spending time with them, you should be invited. You can opt out. You should at least meet the person a few times, be included in that sort of dynamic on a regular basis. If you want to communicate about these things, by the way, and you want tips, we have a whole course all about communicating through tough topics. You can check out for free for seven days using the link below. And we'll actually help guide you through some of these different dialogues and how to have them and see some key points. Um, but you want to see those first two things, right? Openness, um, being invited, being included, at least making sure you know the person. Number three, I do think that there's a huge piece to be taken into consideration regarding how long ago this person dated their ex. If it's been like five, six, seven plus years, I mean, you know, and they've still just been friends, um, then, you know, that may be a real friendship, right? If it's been five weeks or three months or six months, I really don't think that that's an appropriate time because there may still be fresh feelings and, you know, recent feelings and, you know, continuing to go back to a place where those feelings are still recent may grow those feelings, may confuse the feelings. And I think in that case, there should be really healthy, strong boundaries. I don't think it's an appropriate time if you're getting into a new relationship to still be really close with the ex. Um, and the other thing that's really important is frequency. I mean, if somebody's talking to their ex on a daily basis, um, seeing them on a weekly basis, these sorts of things. Again, I think that's sort of a challenging dynamic. If they're talking to their ex once a month and they have a friendly relationship, they check in, you know, things like that, then that may be much more appropriate. So it really falls under those main categories, right? Like frequency of communication. I would even say like frequency of how often they see the person in person. That makes a huge difference too. If you live on different sides of the world and you can never see each other, um, then obviously it's, you know, less of a, a pain point. Um, um, really looking as well at like how included you are being in the certain, the situation, how much dialogue there is, like, are you being brought in? Have you met the person? Um, the, the recency, the recency, the, <laughs> I don't know if that's a word at this time, but, um, how recently there was a breakup, like how is, was this five years ago? I mean, if they've been friends for five years since it's a real friendship, right? So it so really like breaking it down. What are the other dynamics or are there attachments that you just can't get out of the way? Like they're a co-parent and you have to be respectful in terms of, you know, co-parenting and, and showing up in that situation. Um, and how open and transparent are they with you in that situation? So five big things to consider if you want to work on having tough conversations. I mean, and, and by the way, there should also be as one of those factors, this openness of dialogue, right? Like you being able to, you don't just have to say, I'm great with all of this. You can have a dialogue and say, Hey, I need to meet this person to feel comfortable. Or, Hey, I need to know openly when you're talking with this person so I can feel comfortable. I need to know, like in order for it to work, there has to be a dialogue where both parties are considered, both parties are, are um, able to establish boundaries and agree on them together. And that's ultimately going to make for there to be a healthy space to establish these different friendships and relationships. Um, so I hope this all makes sense. 
Thank you for watching. Again, you can check out that course using the link below for free. It also gives you access to all of our other courses. So you can check out literally any course on how to heal from a breakup, how to repair a relationship, how to reprogram your attachment style, how to learn boundaries. Um, you know, and, and we're all reconditioning that stuff at the subconscious level. And so it's all for free for seven days. Um, you also get access for that seven days to calls that I do, uh, four times a week with all of our students. So you can join in there and ask me your questions. And that's it for today. So thanks for watching and I will see you in the next video.